You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 128. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, my friend. How are you today? So today... I went on the best walk, and mostly it's because I love how people in my neighborhood are showing up for their neighbors. I was walking down one of the streets, and I saw one person had this beautiful little area, it must have been their driveway set up, and they had a background set up with, you know, kind of looked like a a pumpkin uh, pumpkin patch kind of thing, and I saw a, you know they had several pumpkins out on the ground, and they had scattered. It looked like hay and leaves, and had a couple hay bales out so people could sit. And they had this really cool sign that said, "Stay, you know, stop for a while, have a happy Halloween, take some photos." And you know, it, it was just so adorable, and it was really in the spirit of this episode, which is how to create a container for fun. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about how you can create a container for success though. We're going to talk about how all of this is related to how you can create the legal practice that you want. And doing this brings me to a couple things. Talking about this gets me into this mode of, you know, how we create for ourselves what we want. And I've had to build a container for myself so that I could create what I wanted. And so what I'm doing with my clients is helping them build the container that works for them to get them where they want to go. And I love this concept of a container for growth. It's like placing a plant inside of a container with soil and plant food and watering it regularly and giving it sun. Well, for us, we've got to build that container for ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves, right? Well, I came up with this idea for the podcast because I designed the perfect container for growth for my clients. I think about what they need to grow their practice, to focus their brain, to weed out the non-essentials, to help keep them on track for what they tell me that they want, to help them think through what they want if they come to me with only a vague idea. And I want to help you create the container for growth that you need by helping you ask the questions you need to discover what may be part of that container for you. And I'm going to give you some ideas to help you outline the perfect container for your own success. And I'm also going to share with you my personal container at the very end of this episode. So so you'll have some ideas. You'll know what I'm talking about here. We're going to make it really clear. And I want to also tell you before we get started that there's one component that I definitely needed to help me build my container and that was coaching. So what I would like you to do is invite you to download the Busy Lawyer's Quick Start Guide to getting five hours back each week because with that guide, you will begin to get the coaching you need to create the container that you need to make more time in your week. 
This is the perfect companion for this episode. It's going to help you think critically about how you plan your week. And planning your time with intention is essential to creating a container for your success. You can download it at dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. And there's one more thing I want you to know about. So remember a couple weeks ago, I brought up some master classes that I had this wonderful idea for legal entrepreneurs how I could help them, you know, now it's build that container, right? We're talking about containers. So I want to put it in that context and I am going to do this workshop style. I'm going to coach a limited number of people live in each workshop. So you're only going to get an invitation to get coaching. If you are subscribed to my email list, if you want in on this opportunity to get coached, you can sign up for my list by downloading the Busy Lawyers Quick Start Guide and then keep your eyes peeled for my invitation in your inbox in the next couple of weeks. A few lucky people are going to get live coaching from me in this workshop. So if you want a chance to get that coaching, you'll need to get on that list. And you can do that by going to dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. And I have so many ideas for this workshop. It was a real hit when I presented it um, in some little groups for in the Clio conference. And it was just a lot of fun to connect with people in a way that we don't all have the opportunity to connect with right now. I want to do this in a live style. I want to see people's faces. I want to see connecting in the chat in the chat box. I'm really excited about this and I would love to see you there. Okay. So let's dive into our topic today. I want you to think about learning a language. Most of us have learned a language or at least tried to learn a language at one time or another, whether it was high school or college. Building a legal practice is really learning an entirely new language apart from practicing the law. You're learning how to market your services, manage your time on your business, train employees, create content, and figure out tech. Learning a language requires a container to learn it, and so does building your legal practice. What I do for my clients is help them think this through, and this is what I'm going to do for you right now. So you can see the container you've built for yourself as of now, and you can create the one that you really need if what you are doing isn't working the way that you would like it to work for yourself. So let's talk about why we would want to learn a language in the first place. Well, we want to do it to have conversations. Conversations are the key to another culture. In your business, think of culture as your client's culture. Your clients are of an entirely different culture than you are. They probably don't know the law like you do, and they probably don't know why you are the best choice for them when it comes to your area of practice. Learning a language is how we get to know people in that culture. It helps us get our meaning across. It helps us understand what people are trying to tell us. So what are your priorities when you're learning a new language? These are the very basics. This applies to our business too. What are the very basics we need to get down before we can have a conversation with our clients that connects with them? In a language, it's letters, pronunciation, some words, and some words are used more than others, so you don't need to know all of them, and you can always look them up. So how do we put these words together into a sentence? We need to learn that, right? 
In our businesses, we're learning the nuts and the bolts of running a business like the tech, the financial structure, managing employees, marketing, and you don't need to know all of these inside and out to start having conversations in a new language. You really only need the minimum. And I'm stressing this here so you avoid the common trap I see of perfectionism and thinking you need to know all the things before you dive into regular posts on social media or creating content for your clients. You really don't have to know everything. You actually need to take action so that you can learn what works. And it's the same thing with language, right? Like you actually have to begin, just start speaking it. I posted something on Instagram the other day where, I, you know, you just have to show up and you have to start speaking gibberish and then you get redirected and people people can kind of understand what you're saying, but then you get direction from the teacher who's going to help you, you know, really understand where you can improve. So you can't do anything in language. It's the same way with business. You can't grow until you begin just showing up for yourself. All right, so what do you need to actually learn that language? Okay, like the physical things that you need to learn a language. Well, you need a book, a dictionary or a workbook, something like that. You need audio recordings so you know what the language sounds like. You could maybe do this on your own, but most of us need a teacher to show us the way and redirect us where we need to focus. We need to practice, right? We need to devote that time to study. We need to have commitment to learning the language, consistency, right? We, can, we can't learn it one day a week. We have to make consistent time a few times a week to see any progress or we're just going to stagnate. And we have to have a reason for doing it. And so we're not going to continue to learn a language unless there's something that really gets us. Like, is it the fun? Is it excitement? Is there like some possibility involved? Maybe it's something as simple as the money that there is nothing wrong with simply saying like, I want money, I love money. Like you can, you know, have any reason at all, but you've got to have a reason for showing up. If we were in school, we would do, you know, we would learn a language because we have to, right? Like we want to get a good grade. And when it comes to growing a business, we're not doing it for greater credits. We're doing it because we get something from it, something that feeds us. It could be literally, it could be figuratively. So I want you to really think about like, what is it that drives you to do what you're doing? And if you, you've listened to last week's episode, then you know it's up to us to begin creating this container for success. No one else can do this for, for us, right? Like I can help you know my clients, help them think through the key points in structuring this container, but to really follow through on using what's in their container, that is something that they learn, they practice, they get redirection on. So there are a few questions that you're going to want to think about when structuring your container for success, your own personal container. And when I go through these, I mean, if you, if you have the opportunity to do this, really write this down. Like if you take what I teach in this podcast seriously, you can get results right off the bat. So I want you to think about this as if you were paying me for this kind of structure that I'm giving you right now so that you can create the success for yourself. Think about it as if you have invested the money because we tend to take things more seriously 
when we invest money, we start paying attention more critically and start applying things in our businesses more consistently when we invest the money. So I want you to think about this as if you have invested, you know, $10,000 in coaching with me. And when I go through these, I want you to ask yourself where you're not creating this container for yourself. And when you get the answer for yourself, ask yourself, why not? And then ask yourself what you would need to believe to create the container that you need to grow your practice. Okay, so let's get started. I've broken this into two parts. The first part is the question, what are your priorities? And before you decide this, ask yourself where you are in your business. A level one language class is going to be structured very differently from a level 10 class. Same goes for business. Consider where you are in your practice before you structure your container. You don't need to know or do everything and it definitely doesn't need to be perfect to bring in clients. And where a lot of people struggle is in this comparison where you are versus where someone who has been working on creating their legal practice for longer than you and maybe they've had bigger growth than you have and you've been working at it the same amount of time. We all have a different path. We're all learning at our own rate. So I want you to be really mindful that you're not comparing yourself to other people. You're running your own race. You're comparing yourself. You're being competitive with yourself rather than being competitive with someone outside of you. The second part of this is asking yourself, what do you need to build your practice from where you are right now. I'm gonna share with you what I focus on in my personal container, but I want you to think about this first. So here are six questions to really think about. Number one, how will you structure your time to focus on your priorities? That Busy Lawyer's Quick Start Guide will help you begin the planning so that you can do this. Number two, how will you reach out for help and who will you reach out to? We cannot do this on our own. There's not one single person who has been successful in the history of the world who has not reached out for help. Who do you need to help you? Number three, how will you develop consistency? What will it take for you? Number four, where do you need to focus? Where do you need to focus your time, your energy, your thoughts? Number five, what thoughts will serve you in creating this for yourself? And number six, what feelings will help you develop that consistency and that focus? Right? Is it going to be maybe the feeling of commitment or certainty? or courage like what are the feelings that you're going to need to feel in order to help you develop that consistency and focus within your container okay so here is a big part of the container i've built for myself to guarantee my success okay i these are all the things i could think of i'm sure that there are other little things um but the these are really the big ones for me that I notice that I need 
to create the container for my personal success. And for me, success means, yes, building my coaching practice, um, making sure that I feel amazing. Like, And when I say amazing, it's not as if I'm 100% feeling amazing all the time. I think we get this false belief built in by our society that we're supposed to be happy all the time. And so that's what a lot of us strive for. But being happy is not the goal of life. <laughs> it is it is a 50-50 proposition. We're going to have times in our life when we feel amazing and in flow. And we're going to have other times when we don't feel amazing and we feel stuck. The important thing is, is that we work through those stuck times, those times when we are uncomfortable and we don't feel good and keep processing that emotion so that we can create what we want to create. We can show up for ourselves even when we don't feel amazing. Okay. That was a little side note slash rant. Okay. This is my container. Number one, quiet time. I use this quiet time to focus my mind on what I want and not be ruled by my stray thoughts. We all have lots of thoughts going on in our head, about 60,000 per day. Most of them are the same thoughts. When we pay attention, we can notice which ones are serving us and which ones are not serving us. I use the quiet time to start seeing, okay, what thoughts do I see running through my head and what thoughts are going to get me where I need to go? Because if I'm thinking it's not working, it's not happening, I'm going to be focusing my attention on what isn't working and what's not happening. But when I focus my attention on what is working, I can expand that. I can see where else I can bring that into the rest of my business. And this is something I say all the time. I got this from Jim Fortin. I interviewed him way back when. He, you know, he says this thing where we, the, wherever we focus our attention, that's what expands in our life. We are where our attention is. That's what I use this quiet time for, is to help me focus my attention, even if it's for 30 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the morning. Journaling. So part of this quiet time, I integrate with journaling, right? I use journaling at that time. I have a structured journaling practice to help me focus my brain on what I'm working towards. And it helps me see where I'm judging myself or others and diffuses any guilt that I have when I do that. I work through this in a very specific way. Um, I talk about it in Uncovering Hidden Thoughts. That's something that you might want to take a look at um, or listen to. And I can then focus on what's important, which is seeing what's working and where I can devote my energy towards doing more of that. And that's where the model comes in. And that's what I dive in deep with my coaching clients to show them their thoughts, where they're serving them, where they're not serving them, how they're creating the results with their thoughts. Knowing our thoughts is essential if we want to generate the energy we need to propel us towards our goals. Our thoughts drive everything. So if I'm not cultivating the feeling of commitment to what I have planned during my day, during my week, I may not focus my thoughts that generate the feelings that I need. Instead, I might focus on something that causes apathy, like, oh, I'll do it later, or I don't have to do that right now. Well, I have goals, and I know that the only way to achieve them is to consistently generate the feeling of commitment. Even if I don't feel like doing it, I know that the only way it's going to get done for my larger goals, the ones that I've focused on with my future self, like if I don't focus on that, I will not get it done. 
Sometimes the feeling I need is joy or energized, but when it's a sunny Saturday and I've planned to write a podcast, it's up to me to tap into my feeling of commitment so I don't play hooky on myself. All right, the next part of this container for myself is planning things out. It's a planning system. I know exactly what my week's going to look like and I plan it so that I feel good about it. Again, the Busy Lawyer's Quick Start Guide, I give away all my secrets. So you can just go download that at dinacataldo.com forward slash busy lawyer. The fourth part of this container is devoting time and brain power to serving my clients. When we are focused outside of ourselves, that's when the most peace comes for us. So if you, if you feel anxiety or worry or anything like that, focus outside of yourself on serving. Who can you serve? Who do you serve in your practice? What do they need? What is it that is going to help them bring clarity to why you are the person who is meant for them? Like why you can serve them better than anyone else in your industry. When we communicate, when we do this, we communicate much more clearly in our marketing. So in making this part of your container, I highly recommend it. Okay, the fifth part for me is meditation. Meditation for me is a way for me to quiet my mind. I usually do it right before I go to bed. Other people do it whenever they can do it, right? What's important is not controlling your thoughts. And I've done podcasts on meditation, so you can find one of those. But it's meant for us to see our thoughts. And the more we get still and used to being still with ourselves, which is part of why meditation is so powerful, even if you just do it, you know, a few minutes at a day to start, it helps us get used to being quiet and tapping into our inner knowledge. So that is why this is such an important part for my container. I notice when it's not part of my container that my brain just goes all over the place. So that's why I've made it part of my container for success. Another part of my container is cultivating a feeling of being taken care of, abundance. This is something that I'm very conscious about because it helps me move away from anxiety and stress. It helps me create better content. It helps me, you know, when I talk to new clients because I don't need anything from them. I'm not, you know, trying to convince them to work with me. I'm just serving them in the best way that I can during a consult or when I'm creating content. And if you make this part of your container, you can use it in that way too. Another essential part of my container is having a coach. So I have a one-on-one -on -one coach and I've also joined a mastermind to help keep me on track and to help me grow faster. And this has been a lifesaver for me over and over again to help me see where my container falls short and where I can build it stronger to get the results that I'm aiming for. Another part of my container is that I have a few select podcasts I listened to to help me redirect my brain. I don't like to have lots of content in my brain. I don't need it. I used to be in this place where I listened to all the podcasts. It seems like I devoted more time to just learning and listening than taking any action. And when I narrowed down the podcasts that I listened to, I noticed that I took more action. Another part of my container is taking care of myself. So some of that I've mentioned, right? Quiet time, journaling, uh, meditation, but it also means planning for yoga. It also means planning what I eat. And the last part of this container that I make sure I have is grace. 
none of what is in my container has to be perfect. I don't judge myself when it's not. I recognize it. I process any feelings I may have about it. And then I redirect my brain to refocus on the container. What's serving me, what I've decided ahead of time is working for me. Okay. Well, my hope is, is that this gives you another way to think about creating the legal practice and the success you want, no matter what success looks like for you. This is a way I like to think about serving my clients, creating a container for them so they can become the person that creates success for themselves. I help them focus on building the container that works for them. If any of this resonates with you, come join me for a strategy session. We will dive into the container you've built for yourself and how we can create one that will get you where you want to go. You can book a chat with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I will talk to you soon. Bye.